dong, ding dong, ding dong. Welcome to Multiverse, so cute. Your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And we're singing like this because we're going to finally discuss the heroes alternate universe. Are you ready, Devin? Yeah. So about that. You really enjoyed it because you got the book on time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The book arrived. Well, it is a four. It didn't come, Luke. It, it, it didn't. Oh. But y- y- you said that it would. I hope that it would. Like we had planned this months ago, multiple times, and I know it. It. it we we planned this back in like june yeah and so we were going to use it to kick off the christmas season it's it's the first episode in december we needed it to like make things happy to help me get through seasonal depression and also all of the other horrible things going on in the world right now well it's gonna keep on happening luke just add this one more thing to the list Christmas is dead. Christmas is undead. Only in our hearts. <laughs> well, fine. If Christmas is going to be undead, I guess we'll do Zombie Christmas Carol. By Charles Dickens? By Charles Dickens and Jim McCann. <gasps> with artists David Baldion, Jordi Tarragona, Ferran Daniel and George Gonzalez doing the Christmas present stories. Jeremy Treese, Roger Bonnet, and George Gonzalez doing the Christmas past and future stories and letters by Jeff Eckleberry. This takes place in Earth 11081. And it was in Zombie Christmas Carols number 1 through 5 that, took, that came out in 2011. Because I remember this, because I was working at a comic shop then, and I thought it didn't make any sense to exist. Yeah, it still kind of does, but... Yeah, but I'm going to try and be in a character and not... Shit, I'm breaking the fourth wall right now, aren't I? Just a little bit, Luke. Well, inside the four houses, the poor people are turning into the undead, and they're attacking the living. So Mr. Sands and Mr. Jeffers, fearing what's going to happen if they don't get any money to help them out, have to turn to Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, that guy. Because it, it's a weird Christmas carol with zombies in it. Zombies are poor people is what I took away from the story. Pretty much. And, like, his nephew Fred shows up and tries to invite him to his Christmas party. But Fred, when he mentions his dead mother, who was Scrooge's sister, that just pisses off Scrooge, and so he's told to leave. And then Sands and Jeffers show up asking for help, and the problem is that the hungry death consumes everything that they have, and so now the surplus population can't be decreased because they're already undead and undying, and they just keep consuming. But Scrooge refuses to help, so they're forced out. And then Bob Cratchit asks if he can leave home early to get Tiny Tim 
out of the streets. And Scrooge allows him to do it on the condition that Bob Cratchit arrives early the next day. What a jerk. For sure. Look at him ruining the Christmas spirit. No, Bob Cratchit's the jerk. He has a job. He should be doing it. He shouldn't let his son be wandering out in the streets. Well, this kid's crippled. He should definitely not be wandering the streets if there's zombies. Apparently this isn't a new thing. Bah humbug. So Scrooge wraps up his work and tries to get a drink, but the streets are empty and bare of people and decorations and the barkeep tells him to go home instead. Just like when the zombie Christmas happened here, which it will be this year, because everything is horrible, Devin. Everything is horrible. No, Luke. Don't you see? If we all just believe in ourselves, the Christmas spirit will come through. You know what I believe? What? I believe I'll have another drink. Oh, Luke. The invitation is still open. A drink of sour wine and bad spirits. So when he goes home, his door knocker briefly comes alive with the face of his old partner Marley, and he tries to ignore it, but then a coach pulled by zombie horses comes at him, but it turns out this is another vision. And he finally settles into his bedroom, where the zombie ghost to Marley comes in, but he's not really a ghost. I, w I was kind of confused by this, like, are they actually ghosts, or... Are they like zombie ghosts who keep their intelligence while their bodies are left on Earth? I assume these specifically were zombie ghosts because they kind of need to be ghosts. Yeah, but like later on we see him still as a ghost but no longer a zombie, so. Yeah. And Marley warns him that Scrooge himself will be left as an undead spirit because he abandoned mankind in his pursuit of wealth just like he, Marley, did and warns him that three spirits are going to come to teach him a lesson. And then Marley leads Scrooge to a window, and they see that undead swarms are attacking people in the streets. Bah humbug. So Scrooge tries to sleep, but he's worried about the ghosts that are going to come for him, and then the ghost of Christmas past shows up, and she's dressed like an undead bride. And she takes Scrooge back in time to see his old school, where he had tried to help a horse who was incredibly sick, and the horse ended up biting him. That bite became weirdly magically infected, and he became fearful keeping it a secret. And so when his sister Fran showed up and asked him about the bite, he tried to pass it off as not being important, but when they looked back at the horse, it was a weird zombie horse. Yeah, that part was kind of weird. The, like, whole let's put zombies into this, I mean, there's apparently an entire novel that is based on this idea as well. I, I wish they'd had some explanation for it. Yeah. Because it's like, what did this horse do to get infected? Yeah. Or is it purely a result of Scrooge's greed? Which I agree, but at this stage in the game and that story, he shouldn't have been greedy yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, they didn't really give him a reason to keep it a secret as much on a level. Yeah. Anyways, and sometime later, she died giving birth to his nephew, Fred. We then cut to Fezziwig's party, where Scrooge gets into an argument with Dick Wilkins over the cost of the party and how frivolous it is. And while they're arguing Scrooge scratches him giving him the zombie infection 
and that's when Scrooge realizes he didn't see Dick anymore. So the ghost brings him a few years further into the future, where the next year that the Fezziwigs have their party, they're set on by the undead, but because they're out of money, they get eaten. And these undead include Dick. And then we go and meet Belle, who is Scrooge's love, who tries calling him out for shit, and when she wants to leave, he accidentally infects her too. And we cut to a future scene in the prison for the poor people, where Edmund, who married Belle, is visiting her, but she's turned undead, and so she sets upon him. And Scrooge gets angry at the spirit and rips off her wedding veil and reveals that she's Belle's ghost. And then Scrooge stamps her out. I'm glad he killed that ghost. Me too. Because really, I think that Scrooge could be angry at God or whatever. I mean, here he has a lot more of a reason to be angry than I'd say that the classic Dickensian Scrooge is. Yeah. Like, once oh, yeah, again, for it, sure. it, it just raises a lot of questions that aren't answered. Basically, this was trying to capitalize on the whole um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies craze. Yeah, because this came around at that same time. Yeah. And then the next ghost, the spirit of Christmas present, shows up for him. And he's this large, fat dude in a green and white gown. And the artist made a note that he looked like the one Baron Harkonnen. Did you read the uh, art notes in the back? Oh, no, I didn't. They're actually pretty interesting. Like, going into the designs. I mean, one thing that I will say about the book is that the art is really good on it. Yeah, no, the art is very good. Like, it's a very stylized storybook look. And while I'm not a fan of some of the gore, especially in the third issue, it, it's, like, done very well. The layouts are good. Like, it is a very competently made comic. It just really has no reason to exist beyond cashing in. Yeah. Well, that's what a lot, some of Marvel's more recent books have been. Yeah. The ones that are, like, out of, like, the normal continuity. So the spirit of Christmas present gives Scrooge some food, and it ends up withering away in his hands, just like my Christmas spirit did. He shows visions of feasts and happy people in the streets and Christmas decorations. And then the darkness grows and it shows the reality about how the undead are at people's doors because Christmas present isn't what it should be and the streets are empty except for the undead. We see some people running towards the church where the bells are ringing and they ask to be let in. But because the church is already filled, they get turned away and then the undead eat them because the bells brought them. And I think that, like, ringing bells to say this church is filled up is a really goddamn dumb idea. Because you're just going to be drawing those zombies to you. Can you not, like, put up a sign? Yep. What yeah, no, I agree. That was dumb. The other thing I could have seen was they were trying to bring the bells to try to draw the zombies away from people, but I don't think that's what it was for. No, it, it was like a really weird logical gap. I think they just needed to find a way that people would get to the church and then they'd be quickly set upon. But you didn't even need the bells involved in that. Yeah, that's where a lot of people would have gone anyway. They end up finding Bob Cratchit, who's looking for Tiny Tim before cutting back to the Cratchit house, where a beleaguered Bob Cratchit has brought Tiny Tim back in. But he's been tired out from trying to sing to bring peace to the undead. 
and Scrooge asks if Tiny Tim is going to make it. And meanwhile, the spirit of Christmas present is getting sicker and older all the time. It turns out that Tiny Tim is going to turn into the undead, and the plague is going to spread all over the world. And the only house that's safe is one where a party is going on. And when one of the undead gets close, they're restored by the glow of Christmas spirit. So when she knocks on the door, Nephew Fred lets her in and offers her food because he has a light of compassion in him. And it's a question... Here's one of the things that gets me. Is it like, is the problem when not everyone gives what they can? That uh, the whole infection spreads? Because like, we saw the Fezziwigs and they got eaten up even though they had been generous with their money. So, like, they had they just... out of money, Luke, so they couldn't continue to be generous. Yeah, but that's like a super-ass, like, libertarian view to take on this thing. Because it's like, oh, well, if you give up too much of your money, you, uh, you're going to get eaten yourself. But if you don't give enough, people turn into zombies because of your negligence. Like, it's a really mixed message there. Because they've given up too much money, now they're poor, too. Mm-hmm. It's like that episode of South Park with the, uh, with the change. Yeah, with the uh, homeless people. Yeah. So... Gerald Bravosky gave away too much change. Now he needs change to ride the bus. And as they leave the scene... When the ghost calls Scrooge after being uncompassionate, he reveals that he has two zombie kids feeding on him named Ignorance and Want. And Scrooge asks why it's all up to him. And the spirit who's now incredibly old as balls blames him for it all as he dies, being consumed by the two children before they all vanish to dust. That, like, splash page where it's the two children, like, ripping into his guts, that was a bit too far. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Like, it wasn't really horror as much as it was like gore yeah and then the last ghost appears and he's just a cloak with skeleton hands and the bottom jawbone as the only visible well actually as the only element of his face Mm -hmm. and he's the spirit of christmas that will never come and it won't speak to scrooge it just leads him and it brings him into scrooge's old house where sans and jeffers are now taking everything of value but there's not much left and then they go to the Cratchit house where Bob Cratchit is alone before he's set upon by a zombie family. And the streets are now filled completely with the undead. And now they move towards the cemetery. And Scrooge rises from the grave as one of the undead as well. And he asks what he's supposed to do. And then he sees Fran's spirit. And he realizes that his fear and insecurities over his bite. And the lies that he told kept killing the people that were closest to him because of his weird zombie infection and it's all because he hid what happened when that horse bit him and then when he tries to get the spirit to speak to him it pulls out his cloak revealing that Scrooge himself is destined to become the ghost of Christmas never to come and he wakes up knowing that he has to save Christmas or everyone else will die how did you feel about the reveal of uh, Scrooge being the ghost of Christmas never to come? I mean, for this particular story, I guess it makes some sense, but... Yeah, it's just like having uh, Bill be the ghost of Christmas past in this story. Yes. 
but it was also neat that you don't really realize that Scrooge is the ghost until like he covers himself up with his blankets and you see that he has that exact same jawbone yeah though to be fair though this isn't the first time that Belle was also the ghost of Christmas past you see that's also what happened in the classic Christmas Carol adaptation produced by the Flintstones because the girl who was supposed to be playing Belle got sick, and Wilma, who was also the ghost of Christmas past, had to play both parts. So was that a meta play that Fred ended up having a weird dream about? No, there's actually was... a play that they're actually putting on, and Fred is the one who plays Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, okay. And are they trying to, like, convince Mr. Slate to be good or something? Or was Fred the Scrooge? Fred is Scrooge. Both times? What do you mean both times? Well, is, like, the play also part of an ongoing metaphor no. that's supposed to... Well, oh, yeah, it's so mostly Fred's just... also being a dick, and he should have been a nicer person, but they're teaching him that in the play itself. Ah, okay. Because Wilma gets mad at him in, re- in the thing, because he's being a dick. No, I believe... Because... I forget who was Slade. Slade might have been Fezziwig, actually. Eh, I could see that. And Scrooge is unsure of what to do at first, but he gets a suit on and he steps out and he finds Sans and Jeffers and asks them to do something and then heads over to the Cratchits and asks all of them to come with him as he brings them to Fred's house where he asks for forgiveness and Fred and Scrooge hug and Scrooge is in a great mood now so they go about throwing his money to everyone in the streets as he leads them to the graveyard and the ground seems like it wants to eat him but he makes a speech about how he had wasted his life now he promises that he's no longer going to let people hunger. And this turns all the zombies back into living people. And then Belle shows up and dies in his arms, but not before she sees that the man that she had loved was restored. And they work to bury the dead properly. They throw a big Christmas party. And he asks the Cratchits and the Freds to help him to bed, saying that his kind can only last one day, like the Ghost of Christmas Present had said. And he gives all of his money to Fred so he get, so Fred can pass it on to charity. And Bob and the Cratchits get the house. And he sees Marley's ghost. And now that he's free of being a zombie, he gets to die content. And he dies. Like, the day after. Or like the day of. Like he has one last day to live. That, that seems a bit dark. Yeah, I didn't like the ending of this as much. Yeah. Because it makes the whole God bless us every one part seem like it doesn't work all that well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, also, I, I guess... There's a lot of questions about the zombies. I guess it's a thing where if you have so much, you shouldn't, like, you should give so you have enough to live, but you shouldn't live beyond your... But you shouldn't hoard your money. But you should also be responsible with your money. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, adaptation of the Christmas Carol? Oh man, that's a tough one. I mean, I have good memories of the uh, Mickey Mouse one, but then there's also the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, I mean, Muppet Christmas Carol's classic. Um, I mean, actually, I do really like that Flintstones one I was talking about. There's also Bah Humduck, the Looney Tunes version. And then the one that is also kind of great is the Mr. Magoo Christmas special. Where he's having either Scrooge. 
Okay. Oh. The little tiny tent keeps saying that's really annoying, so. Well, you know, wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. On um, the Trials of the Multiverse? Yeah. This is going to do horrible in Trials because Scrooge died and it was just horrible. I didn't like this story at all, Devin. Come on, Luke. Where's your Christmas spirit? It's dead because you still didn't get heroes. I know. And Scrooge died at the end of the story, which was some bullshit. Yeah, that part kind of was. So, I think this should go under Spidey Baby. <gasps> at the absolute bottom. Luke, you can't be serious. Surely I'm serious. Luke, don't call me Shirley. It's not the time for airplane jokes. <laughs> I would make an airplane 2 joke, but I don't know them. Well, because I control the list, I am putting it all the way down there. Zombie Christmas Carol, and you can't do anything. Ha! Humbug. It shall be a dark Christmas. In fact, next week, Devin, we won't even be covering another Christmas comic. You know what we'll be covering? What? We'll be covering Zombie Supreme. About when the Squadron Supreme became Zombies 2. Oh. That's that's what we're doing instead of Christmas stuff. Oh no! Where can people find you? Well, I guess you could find me on Twitter at FredoFett. That's F R E D D O F E T T. And Luke, where can people find your miserable rants now? You can find me on Humbug.com. I don't I don't know. Is that actually a porn site Probably. or something? You can't find me anywhere. You can't see me. I'm like John Cena. Bah humbug. This one's. For humbug. <laughs>